Leaders Tool and Library Qualification Podcast with your host, Oskar Slotosch. Hello, my name is Oskar Slotosch and I'm your expert in tool qualification and avoidance of tool qualification. And I'm Federica Moura, the new friendly representative of the audience. Welcome to the second season of Validas Podcast, where we support you in building a safe infrastructure for your software development. It's about safety of tools and libraries that you can achieve by qualification. Federica, it's a pleasure that you um, said yes to my offer to be uh, the representative of the audience in this podcast. Can you say a bit more uh, about your person? So. Uh, where do you come from and uh, what kind of work you're doing at Validas or something a bit about you? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Oscar. Pleasure is mine. I come uh, from Italy and I'm in Munich since uh, six years almost already. And at Validas, I'm working in one of the projects that we have uh, related to the qualification of the MATLAB Simulink code generator. And uh, actually, I was thinking that today is uh, exactly one year since I started at Validas. What a good time to start in the podcast, so. Uh, yeah, that's right. And uh, also, one year experience is uh, very little if we consider that I am a theoretical physicist as a background. And that's also why I thought, hey, wait, what's better than participating to a podcast where I get the chance to ask a lot of questions about tools and libraries qualification? <laughs> that's a good idea to start. We could re-record all the... Uh, previous episodes just to answer your specific questions? <laughs> no, luckily Ivana already asked a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, it should be great work. So Oscar, then let's get started with our topic for today. What it will be about? Today's episode, number 44, is about the configurable report generator. Ah, nice. Uh, I think you already mentioned this uh, in some of our earlier episodes. And you were very excited about it, so you've got us all very curious and we want to know all details. Maybe for the listeners that just tuned in, can you start by explaining what exactly is a configurable report generator? Yes, a configurable report generator is a report generator that generates reports that you can configure. And uh, up to now, um, uh, Validas uh, tools have uh, only had report generators that were somehow fixed or had some switches to do a long or a short version, but they were not really configurable in the sense that the user could change some words. For example, some customers want to uh, um, have a feature not called feature, but function. So then they said, can't, can't you call this function, this feature? Uh, well, if we in all our reports would change this, then 99% of our customers would say, no, why didn't you, why, why are the features not called features anymore? So that's something that uh, is a good thing that you can configure the report generator in a way that it's uh, printing the things that you want to have. And of course, a more interesting application is the level of detail. So some people want to have the test specifications included in the tool qualification report, others don't. Of course, the test results have to be there, and to understand the results, you need also to know the test cases, but, uh, well, it's not really prescribed, at least in ISO 26262, that you have uh, the test specification within the uh, tool qualification report. So, 
and therefore, especially if it's a long specification, or sometimes if it's a bad specification, people tend to not to want to have them, and then they want to configure this out. Well, that's a typical thing where you can configure a report generator. What was the first project and the first time when you really felt the need to have this configurable report generator? Yeah, well, that was an interesting project. So um, it was from our uh, extension of from tool qualification to library qualification, we didn't have big changes. So we have a tool qualification report and the library qualification report. So it was just a, the title which changed. Uh, and the features uh, well, are the library functions, and uh, that's not such a big change. Uh, but the contents are very similar. Test cases, test results, known bugs, and so on. So that was not really necessary to uh, add a, make it really configurable. But then we... We started and we have done this episode about the TCASW and the generic qualification of libraries as software components. And those have much more uh, reports to generate. So you have to have, for example, a software requirement specification, a software requirement verification specification, and software architecture analysis. And there's so many reports. And... Um, well, we had a customer within a project and he said, well, can you uh, generate us all those reports or create us all those? And um, maybe he was thinking we do this manually and uh, I was thinking, okay, now I have uh, 10 weeks time and I need to create 20 reports and that's uh, two reports a week. And I said, well, that's uh, a lot of work to program and neither me nor our team can do this. So then I had the idea, okay, let's spend some days or even weeks to make a configurable report generator, uh, which was allowing us to create a report within a day, um, a new report, let's say the configuration verification report. Of course, if you have a configuration for a true qualification report, then you can change this easier to make a new report. And that was uh, the main motivation um, to create this thing. And now we see also more other benefits for from this configurable report generator, um, like the configuration and of existing reports. So we are currently uh, doing some rework to configure the reports that we already have. So we want to abolish our um, hard-coded tool qualification report generator and replace it uh, by the configurable tool qualification report generator just by providing a configuration. So this reduces our effort in maintaining the code bases, uh, adds flexibility to the users, and even gives more uh, new features that we can add better, like a backend for um, architecture or other things. So with that, do you mean you are in the process of integrating uh, the configurable report generator also in uh, our actual TCA? Yes, that is something... Um, that uh, we will do in the actual TCA, um, hopefully this year, which has started already. <laughs> so, um, therefore, I think we will we do this in, in the TCA, um, integrating into TCA, yes. So, maybe let's dive a bit more into technical details. And, yeah. uh, for example, from the user standpoint, what to expect? What are the inputs and the outputs? Yeah, from, from the user standpoint, he will have the, the TCA tool or uh, other uh, tools and he will, uh, like your qualification support tool, 
and people just press generate qualification report or just uh, qualify and then we will get the report. Um, however, there are, uh, technically speaking, um, there is another uh, new thing, which is the configuration file, of course. And the configurable report generator takes a configuration file and a template and a model. So the model is a TCA model. The template is a, a, the template that we are currently using or a very similar one. And this configuration file. And from those three inputs, it generates a word report. And that is a cool thing, which we cannot do so easy for existing reports. It also generates an Excel table from the same configuration. And so you get, um, you have one more input, which is a configuration file, and you have a word form of the report and then also an Excel form of the report. So that's the input and the output. Ah, can you tell us more about this uh, configuration file that seems very important? Um, what does it contain? Oh, the configuration file, one configuration file can contain several reports. So you have only one configuration file for all the reports. And the reason is that you can reuse some tables. So, for example, we have a so-called tool identification table, which consists for every tool of the version number and the, uh, the name and maybe the resources and the tool owner. So this is a tool identification table. And this is uh, used within every report. So if you have a tool classification report, it has tool identification tables. And if you have a tool qualification report, it has tool identification tables. So therefore, we have only one configuration file that consists uh, of several report configurations and, uh, um, and several tables. And the report configurations uh, use the tables. And a report configuration consists of the configuration of chapters, subchapters, sections, lists, variables, all things you, of course, also blue text that you can write here, something like this section contains the next three, uh, or the, the three uh, qualification plan for the following three tools or something. So that is more a glue text, and you can specify also this. So everything that goes into the report is um, specified in the configuration file. And do you need a specific language to programmatically fit in your configurations in your tool? Yeah, and that, that is the cool thing on this configurable report generator. There is somehow a configuration language, but this is not uh, fixed to the TCA. So I don't say, give me all the tools and for every tool do this or for every feature do this in the use case. So the language is independent from the modeling element. So uh, you can also use the configure report generator, for example, in our process modeling tool, and then we don't have tools, use cases, and features, but processes, roles, and artifacts. So um, that's something that the language itself to express how a report is um, built does not depend on the um, on the concrete meta model. So the language itself has something like sections, blue text. Uh, variables, references, tables, and uh, the interface to the meta model, of course, uh, or to the model is done using the meta model. So you can, for example, say, I have a list of elements here, and the list of elements correspond to the meta model. So uh, when you look to the meta model, there is a tool chain containing a list of tools, and this is done using an association. So somehow the tools of the tool chain 
and this association can be reused in the uh, or can be used in the configurable report generator to configure a variable list which you can name for example existing tools and then say existing tools from a tool chain and then you just specify this association tools and um, by by doing this specification you can access um, all the tools in the model and um, well, if one has a model with two tools, you will get two, and if there's ten tools, you'll get ten. So this is the way how the interface is done between the uh, configurable report generator and the model using the meta model. And since we are working with the EMF, Eclipse Modeling Framework, um, we have uh, this. Um, it's quite easy to uh, make this in a generic form that we can have this configurable report generator independent from the PCA model. Uh, can you give us some more practical examples? Uh, uh, how do you manage to keep this uh, generator so generic, but at the same time so specific to the project you're uh, working with? Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's also an interesting point. So how can we, for example, express um, the, um, the tools um, or let's say the features, um, yes, and then you know that in the PCA we have some features that are real features and some features that are safety guidelines. And uh, the safety guidelines have an attribute which is called virtual. So uh, when we want to get all the features, um, we cannot just go, so all features for testing, we cannot just go through the required features list as I described previously. We also have to define some predicates or conditions. So we want to have all features in the model or used features in the use case, but then only those that are not virtual ones. So there are no safety guidelines. Those are the real features. And um, to express those conditions, um, the configurator, configurable report generator, also this language, this model con contains also some conditions. So some, um, you can say, um, this attribute has this value, or um, this association has so many elements. So you can say, for example, there shall be um, this uh, the tool identifications section shall only be printed in the reports if there are identifications in the model. So you you need to formulate something like a conditions. There are identifications in the model. And those conditions are also something you can specify with the configurable report generator. And those conditions can then uh, steer the generation of a section. So I can make some conditional sections. So if there is no identifications in the tool models, then I can drop this section of the uh, report. So um, therefore, uh, it's important to specify conditions. And it's also important, for example, to um, uh, specify numbers. So typical uh, um, tool qualification report starts like this. This is a tool qualification report for the tool name. Tool name. So you need to have a variable that can be replaced there and then we just access the meta model and get the tool name into it. And um, that's that's the easy one. More complex is than the next sentence. The tool and then has one use case or another it could have has three use cases uh, so um, 
then you have this uh, singular plural distinction between one uh, and, and several, so you need to be able to specify in case there are several use cases, then append an ES, otherwise not. And the same for has or have. Sometimes it's uh, the use cases have the following features or uses the following features, or the use case has the following features. So have or has is also something we need to be able to um, distinguish. And those are the language uh, features that are available in the in the um, report uh, configuration language. Maybe an important thing is it's always um, to have in mind when you, for example, have a tool classification report, you start with a tool chain. So the main element is a tool chain. And then you go down and write for every tool you have in the tool chain one chapter. And then you have a list of tools and then you make a chapter for each tool. And then the main element is a tool. And then you go down and they go through all the use cases. And then the main element for the use case sections is a use case. So you always have a main element. So if you say, say for example, name, then this refers always to the um, main element of the uh, that you are currently specifying. So the name in the tool chain is the name of the tool chain. The name of the tool is the name of the tool. So this is always something like the current thing you are uh, generating the report for. And that's something which is quite interesting and took us some time to recognize that um, a report uh, configuration or report generation is always about a thing. And the structure of the report is very similar to the structure of the meta model. So our meta model has a tool chain and tools and use cases. So and therefore also the structure of the um, tool classification report is a tool chain, which is a general thing, and then for each tool and then for each use case. So this is the same structure from the model and the report, and that's a um, cool thing to observe. And the configurable report generator always uh, highlights and infers and computes uh, relevant elements that you are currently specifying and. Uh, it's quite easy to uh, specify those configurations. So when a customer is using your configurable report generator, what is exactly supposed to do? Is just giving his uh, meta model as input? Or is also the person who is going to configure the configuration file? Yeah, well, there, there, there are two roles we might need to, to separate. So one is the report configurator. So typically reports will be configured from, from Validar scheme and can, those configurations can be changed from customers that uh, want to have specific things or project uh, people working with us. So that is a report configurator and this um, configuration role and this uh, role uses a report configuration designer. We just call it the configurable report designer which is a tool you can think of similar like TCA. So it's a graphical editor and you can edit and say, here's a new chapter, here's a new section, and you can somehow configure this report as I have described you and create this configuration model. And the second role is just the user, which just has his own um, TCA model and wants to generate, a, for example, a tool classification report for IEC 61508 which is different from the one for uh, ISO 26262. So he might uh, change something or use another configuration, something like that. And that's that are these two roles. 
that need to be distinguished when we talk about the Configure Report Generator. So you just mentioned IC61508, so the standard that once you defined as the mother of all the standards. Yeah. Does it mean that a user who needs to comply to any kind of standard, also different from uh, ISO 26262, can also profit from the configurable report generator? Yes, of course, of course. So um, currently, our quali two quali classification report um, generates, or it's hard coded, but it generates uh, the classification report depending on the safety standard you select in TCA or in QST. You can select ISO 26262 as a safety standard, and uh, you will get the ISO 26262 template being filled or the information from which is required here. And if you select IC 61508 or other standards, you will get different reports. So maybe similar structure, but in the classification, for example, it's really different because tools are classified with much more level of detail and work in, in ISO 26262 compared to uh, IEC 61508. So they just say it's a constructive tool or it's a verification tool. And this is a very simple classification and you don't need to look to all potential errors as you do for ISO 26262. Among the outputs, we have also an Excel file. Um, what does it contain and why do we need it? Well, that's a, that's a cool observation. So we have um, Excel report, Excel tables is not really a report, so it's not so fun to read, and it does not contain all the glue text, so we didn't uh, press uh, just a different backend, but we felt that it's very important to have the information also in, in a way that you can better filter it and um, have it maybe more manageable in case you have Let's say just you have 100,000 test results, so you cannot even open the world anymore. But with an Excel 100,000, it's not a big uh, issue to open um, those sort of data. Maybe, uh, let's say, 65,000, because there's a problem with Excel and limits as well. <laughs> as you might know. We know very well. Yeah, yeah, there, there are some limitations <laughs> in commercial tools uh, also, yes. But this is something we observed that we just extract all the tables from the report into um, the Excel table. So the Excel table contains different tabs. For each table in the Word report, it contains one tab. And then it contains all the um, different tables in one row. So let's say if you have three tools with three identifications um, in your classification report, this, and you put it to the Excel table, you will get uh, one tab with identifications, and then you have the data for those three identification tables and three different uh, rows uh, printed there. So first row might be uh, a compiler, the second tool uh, MATLAB Simulink, and the third one a testing tool. So then you have the table data in this um, in the uh, in the Excel uh, tables, and it's also cool we have the qualifier because the report is structured as a tree. Um, the qualifier is something you can select. You can make a first thing, which is a tool name, then the use case name, and then maybe the error name. So you can really go down and then filter by the tool name. You just want to see the potential errors of the tool Simulink, and then you will uh, filter out those, and you will see only those. So that's a cool thing you can do with Excel, and uh, it fits very well 
to the structure of the report, but it allows you to filter. And then this uh, Excel file is also complemented with the actual uh, documents and reports, which are instead uh, words files. Yeah, you you have of course uh, you you can generate both. You can generate the word report and the Excel file. And um, the word report is more or less for the documentation where everything is in, and the Excel file is more to work with. So if you are searching um, a certain uh, a test for a certain tool, then um, and you don't want to open a big word document, then you can do it in Excel and just find it and see what was the result here. Can you mention one example of these words documents that are generated? Yes, uh, we had, and that was also uh, um, the first uh, um, thing where we used it in, an, uh, in a TCA project, no, not TCAW. There was a customer saying, okay, we want to have um, effective mitigation plan. So what's that for a document? So in IC61508, um, the tool classification is quite simple. You have T1, T2, T3, um, and you can reduce, um, or instead of qualifying a tool, you can create an effective mitigation strategy. So and this is basically work according to a safety manual. So and then we said, okay, let's create a document for this customer, uh, which we call um, effective mitigation plan and this contains all the mitigations that are required to work safely with it. So it's a bit like a tool safety manual, which we currently do not generate with or under the configure report generator, but it was something similar, uh, but a different document. So we said, okay, this would be easy to do. And then we created a configuration um, file that created this effective mitigation plan. And uh, then he can just work according to this plan and uh, fill in an Excel sheet um, what the, about the mitigations that he has done, um, also with the Excel uh, sheet that we generate, and then we can document that he has done it correctly. So that's, for example, a good uh, this is a good example of uh, how we use it. I can tell asking how do you ensure that the configuration file is correct, and therefore the final report that you are providing is uh, trustable. Well, very good question. What is a uh, what is a what is a correct uh, configuration of a report generator? Of course, if you would configure it wrongly, it will generate a wrong report. And uh, so, how um, even if the configurable report is generator is qualified, if you give garbage in, it will get the garbage out. So, how can we ensure that this is not garbage? And of course, uh, we can say, okay, let's create a simple uh, small model, and then generate. Um, the report for it, and then review the report intensively, uh, every line of it. Um, if it's a small report, maybe just 10 pages or five, so this is something we can very good review. And then we can say, okay, now we know the configuration is good because the result is good. So then we have a qualification of this, um, we know the configuration is good. But this does not really suffice because if we have, let's say, a model that has um, um, no uh, identifications in it. Then we um, uh, have a report generator and this will generate a report and will look good and uh, we'll say that's good. But in case there is a model with an identification, then the report will look differently and maybe even wrong. Uh, so we have to ensure that the model that we are using is really examining every part of the 
um, every part of the configuration. So we somehow have to cover the configuration with our models. That is a complex thing to understand. So our model has to examine every feature of the configuration. And if we have a model that has, let's say, a tool with identification and a tool without identification, and then both look good, then we can say, okay, now this part of the report generator works well. And to do this in general, we need to have a notion of report coverage by the model. So we need to generate or to create the models in a way that they would cover the, uh, the report completely. And by the way, that is a research topic to create those models automatically. So we can look to the configuration, we can understand it, we can see there is a condition. Um, let's say if there are identifications, then do this, otherwise do this. Okay, then the, the system knows or the model knows and the tool could know, okay, we need those kind of uh, test cases and we can generate those test cases, those models. But that's a future work and um, some research topic we are doing at Validus. Wow, that sounds really interesting. So looking forward to see the progress of this research project. Is there something else you want to add and share with us about the configurable report generator? So there's one, one thing that I haven't mentioned so far. Um, the report generator also uses uh, a known language which uh, we call the EML, which uh, may be something like an Eclipse modeling language that allows us to specify predicates and functions over these meta model. So, for example, we have variant handling TCA, and it's quite complex to determine which elements we may use or not. And with this EML, we can um, develop and specify uh, this behavior uh, by like a functional language. We have a function or predicate, which is called is usable, and the definition uh, can be specified using EML and can be used for report generation and will also be printed into the report in, in an appendix that we can really see how this is specified. But this is worth a separate topic for a, a different um, episode. That's it for today. So today we have been uh, talking about the configurable report generator, a tool that uh, uses a model and a, a report configuration in template and generates arbitrary configurable reports. And that's something we are applying at Validus, but also uh, preparing to offer as a generic product uh, for uh, other um, customers that need to generate a lot of documents. And thank you very much for this first episode today. Federica, it was a pleasure uh, with you, and I think um, we'll have uh, uh, several other podcasts in the second season. I am looking forward to that. Thanks, Oscar, and thanks to all our listeners for joining us. And remember, if you have any question about tools and libraries qualification, just contact us. Our email address is podcast at validas.de. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. And don't worry about qualification. Be happy with Validas.